Welcome to the Real Estate Syndication Show. Whether you are a seasoned investor or building a new real estate business, this is the show for you. Whitney Sewell talks to top experts in the business. Our goal is to help you master real estate syndication. And now your host, Whitney Sewell. This is your daily real estate syndication show. I'm your host, Whitney Sewell. Today, our guest is Rafael Vargas. Thanks for being on the show, Rafael. Thank you, Mr. Whitney. I'm very honored. Yeah, no, happy to have you on. Rafael is the 25-year-old founder, CEO of multi-million dollar real estate companies, Real Stealth and Real Empire. After being robbed when he first started in the real estate in- industry at the age of 21, Rafael kept working. Wow, that's a hard way to get started right there. Uh, he made $30,000 on his very first wholesale deal. And in just three years, he had created a seven-figure real estate business. Rafael and his team now works together to close deals in one of the most competitive markets in the U.S., and are on track to hit $10 million annual revenue in 2019. Well, Raphael, that's impressive. And congratulations to you on your success. And And I know it's not been easy. You know, you've definitely worked hard to, to get past, you know, many obstacles. But give the listeners a little more about who you are, what your focus is, and we'll dive right in. Yeah, I appreciate that intro. So yes, I did get robbed when I first got started in real estate. A lot of people don't know or people that know my story know that I I got started with very humble beginnings in my mother's basement, did not graduate high school, barely did not graduate. I got kicked out of high school, actually went to an alternative school. So graduated with the GED, never graduated, uh, never went to uh, university. So I have no college experience, no formal education, let's say. And so starting off at the age of 21, it was really difficult for me to understand and grasp the concept of real estate, not having mentors, not having a father figure at that time, only having my, my mentally disabled brother and my single mother who was working two jobs and trying to go to college at that time. So she was in my ear all day telling me to go get a job, help support the family. You know, we were financially struggling. And I told my mom one day, I promise you, I will retire you 100%. I'll become a multimillionaire real estate investor. And seven years later, you know, that's what I did. I became a multimillionaire real estate investor, invest in commercial assets. Uh, as you said, this year, our company is on track to do over $10 million, my multiple collective of companies. So I own over seven primary companies. So I have my wholesale company, our education company. So collectively, companies are doing over $10 million in revenue this year, probably close to around $12 million to be exact. And so just huge blessings from God. I own over $10 million in real estate assets, commercial and residential. I've syndicated deals as well. I have a very strong focus right now on massively acquiring commercial assets. So self-storage, multifamily, those are my two main asset classes that we're focusing on. And so just comes to, kind of shows you that, you know, it doesn't matter what your background is. It doesn't matter who you are, doesn't matter what your skin color is, doesn't matter your education level, you know, real estate success is possible for anybody. If you have the right guidance, the right mentors in your life, anyone can be successful in this. So awesome. Awesome. So maybe tell us, I know your initial focus is wholesaling and that's where you've really got started in, in this real estate industry. So give us a little background on that and, you know, elaborate a little bit on your team and let's go into that team that you've built and some things maybe that you're doing different to, that no one else is willing to do in the market. 
Yeah. And so I always tell people, you know, um, you know, wholesaling is a great entryway to get into real estate, right? I, I was a doofus. I was a knucklehead. I was not the smartest group, uh, smartest guy in, in my school at all. And so wholesaling was an easy concept for me to grasp when first getting started. So what wholesaling is, some listeners may or may not know it, is we find motivated sellers, single family properties. We secure them under a contract, let's say for a hundred thousand to purchase. And then we take that contract and we sell it to another investor for $120,000, we'll make a $20,000 spread, an assignment fee, make 20 grand. The investor will buy it for 120. The homeowner walks away with 100,000. We make the 20,000. So that concept was super easy and I loved it because I didn't have any money getting started off. And you can flip contracts literally with no money, no credit, right? So I love that concept. So when I was first getting started, it took me a long time to get my first deal. When I first got my deal, you know, I made 30 grand. I was like, wow, this is amazing. It took me nine months to actually get that deal. And I said, if I can do this once, can I do this 10 times? And then the next year I did it 10 times. I made 300,000 solopreneur. I said, wow, I'm 22 years old making 300,000. I wonder if I can do this, you know, 50 times. And so then the next year after that, I made over a million dollars in just assignment fees. And I was 24 years old and made my first million. I was like, wow, this is incredible. You know, now that I'm doing this in Washington, D.C. area, can I do this nationwide? And so what we're doing that's really unconventional to the real estate wholesaling market is that we're in multiple different metropolitan markets. And we're here in our 5,000 square foot office right back there. You know, we have over 20 people on the phones crushing it with, you know, sales, talking to homeowners in eight different metropolitan markets, making offers right over the phone in seven minutes, and then sending out DocuSign agreements for homeowners to just sign the agreement. We lock it up virtually. We sell the deal virtually to investors. And last week we did about 17 contracts just last week, about $250,000 in deals just last week. This week we already did about $210,000 worth of deals, which is about 12 deals. So just goes to show that you can do virtual wholesaling. So that's what we do that's really unconventional is we're locking up deals in multiple different states. So we love it. Wow. So you know, it's obviously a ability that you have to build a team right? I mean, to be able to do it at that level, to be able to grow, to be able to do this and all, you know, all over the country now, you know, not just in that one market, but virtually build this system and team, you know, so I know some ways that there's ways to get to build a good team. There's ways not to build a good team, but in fact, you know, there's ways that I know you know of to train them and to build them. Let's, let's elaborate on that a little bit. So, I mean, leadership, I think has a lot to do with leadership in general, you know, you're building a, a successful company like Jack Welch says, you know, if you want to, the team with the best players wins, right? So you have to be able to identify the best players and bring them on your team, no matter how much they cost, whatever it takes, you have to be able to attract the best level people to your team. And the only way to attract high level people is for yourself to be a high level person. So what does that mean? You have to read a lot of books, right? You got to read a lot of books. And so when I was first getting started, I was reading three, four books a week. You know, I was reading massively because I had no education. So I was self-educated. I was watching YouTube videos. I used to not sleep for three days straight, reading books and watching YouTube videos while my buddies were partying with, you know, hot chicks at the age of 21, you know, while I'm sitting in my mom's basement, reading and reading and reading viciously. So I had to elevate myself, elevate my mindset and just elevate my ambition so that I can attract high level people. And so now I have a certain level of discipline that I come into the office at a certain time. I leave later than anybody. I work hard. They see me working hard. And so I'm able to attract these high-level team players. Also, recruiters have helped me attract massively quality people. One thing that I think I'm really good at is finding people that 
can do things that I'm not able to do. So for example, you know, I'm not the best commercial investor out there, right? I own 10 million in assets, but compared to my mentor and really good friend who owns $5 billion worth of assets, I'm a nobody, right? And uh, compared to some of my other buddies that own hundreds of millions of dollars, I'm nobody. So what I did is I said, hey, look, I'm not the best at underwriting these commercial assets. I'm not the best at self-storage. You know what? I've become very successful where I can afford $100,000 salaries. Let me do this. Let me go ahead and find a recruiter to go and find the best commercial underwriters, the best deal sourcers, people that understand exactly how to underwrite self-storage and multifamily. So I just called my recruiter buddy. I said, hey, man, here's $100,000 salary. Let's bring in the best bring in the best. And now we have a full-time underwriter, full-time deal sourcer. That's just underwriting and sourcing multifamily and self-storage all day long in my office, right, right here. Right. He's just, and he's underwritten $6 billion in assets. So way more experience than me. So I just got really good at just finding people that are good at what they do better than, better than me. And so, wow. so I was going to ask you, you know, where you're finding these team members, but you mentioned you have a recruiter buddy, you know, is that how you're finding all your team members is through a recruiter and what, what does that look like? Yeah, a lot through a recruiter, a lot through uh, word of mouth, indeed. I mean, a lot, just indeed wise hire and recruiters. I mean, that, that through those means, I mean, you're, you're going to win. And there's an amazing site. Let me pull it up. It is called, you know, a lot of people are going to get value from, from this show, the syndication. So if you go to selectleaders.com, it's specific to hiring people that are in the commercial real estate uh, business. So you put ads on selectleaders.com. You can find people that have had so much experience in underwriting, praising, I mean, whatever you're looking for when it comes to commercial real estate. So that's what we did. Wow. That's a great resource. I appreciate you sharing that. And so what, okay, so now you've built your team, you found these team members, you know, how do you incentivize them or do you, you know, how do you retain them? How do you, you know, create this environment where they want to work that hard for you and, and stay with you? That's a great question. And if I, if I showed you my office right now, I walked out that door, you would see a room full of people screaming on the phones. There's music. I mean, you can't hear it right now, but we have music just blasting like crazy, you know, loud, good, positive vibe, music's blasting. We get snacks for them every single day. We have bang energy drinks that they need them. We're just hustlers. So when you walk in, you're immediately like, it's just so much positivity and the environment is super cool. We have these cool lounge chairs. The desks are all standing desks. It's just the, the coolest environment. So why wouldn't anybody want to work? People love working for our company. So it's just the, the vibes are just amazing, you know? Wow. Any other ways that you incentivize them or are they like any kind of percentages or, you know, I have to give exact numbers, but is there any way that, you know, they, they you know, are going to work a little harder because of anything you're doing? Yeah. So for our commercial acquisitions, the specialist underwriter, he gets a percentage of equity on the deals that he sources. So he'll get a small percentage of equity on the deals that he sources. And then obviously gets a salary on top of that. Everyone in our office pretty much gets a salary and they get a percentage of commission. So we just have high performers here, man, high performers. And so they're, you know, six figure, multiple six figure earners in our office. So nice. So I know you got started and you've built this business through wholesaling. You've built a, you know, very successful business. And, and, but you are also now, uh, you syndicated a deal in California. And then you're also, I have an LOI on another uh, multi million dollar self storage project now. Tell me about that transition from wholesaling, you know, into syndication and maybe even why you would do that. Why would you not just continue to grow your, you know, the wholesaling business, which you probably are, but why move into syndication as well? 
It's a great question. So wholesaling is great for cash, right? Make amazing amount of cash. You know, our company, again, we're doing over $4 million a year in just wholesaling. So cash is amazing, you know, and I was able to buy a lot of really cool stuff. I'm a young guy. I have a Lamborghini Aventador on my dream car, but BMW i8. I live in an awesome penthouse. So live all these cool stuff. I've retired my mother full time. So the cash was great. But then it was like, okay, no, now it's time to invest these capital that I've made and also raise more capital, use the capital I have and all the relationships that I have, right? So Ray Lewis, Super Bowl champion, you know, NFL superstar, good friend of mine. We're in business together. We're in a solar energy business together. And he was like, hey, man, let's invest my capital as well. Let's invest my NFL buddies' capital and let's start showing these NFL knuckleheads how to invest their capital the right way. So, kind of ideas of the high net worth individuals that I have relationships with that are not involved in real estate, other entrepreneur buddies that are in multi level marketing companies, stuff like that. They're hitting me up like, dude, I have a million, two million, you know, what do I do with it? I, I want to invest with you. And so I'm getting all these relate. I'm pretty big on social media. So I'm getting DMs and calls from all my buddies like, dude, we want to invest in real estate. You're the real estate guy. So then I'm like, dude, well, I don't need money for my wholesale company. You know, I need to invest these funds into commercial assets. And that's why legacy relationships are super important when it comes to commercial acquisitions and commercial building, you know, and syndication. Right. So I built these amazing relationships with really high net worth individuals, huge entrepreneurs, public figures. And so now I got all this capital. And so now I'm like, I need to invest in real estate. I don't know how to do that. Right. So my first project, I built a relationship with a nonprofit organization. So my office building that I own in California, single tenant, triple net building, great cash flow, right? It's very hands-off, triple net, single tenant situation. So built this relationship. The way I got that deal is, uh, and this is a great way for your syndicators to get deals too. There's nonprofit organizations that, you know, pretty much acquire buildings from high net worth individuals that need to alleviate some of their tax to do some tax savings. So they donate buildings or a percentage of the building to these nonprofit organizations. And the nonprofit pretty much appraises the building at a higher percentage so that there's a cash incentive that they buy the building cash and then there's a huge tax saving. So for example, this building was valued at $6 million, right? And the seller received 3 million cash and then 3 million in tax savings from this nonprofit. So now this nonprofit has a really a $5 million asset that they're now reselling to an investor like me for $4 million. So they're making a million dollars that gets donated to their charity. They're selling it to an investor for 4 million. The building's valued at 6 million, you know, so now everyone wins on the deal. And so that's where we acquired our first deal, man. And that's where we syndicated it, you know, just from the relationships that I have, you know, syndicated, I put up a couple hundred grand. Then we had a couple other syndicators put up some, you know, LP partners put up some money and that's what we got the deal done. How did you make that connection with that nonprofit? That's a great question. Actually, it was through a Bible study group that I was involved in here in Tampa. And it was strictly, it wasn't strictly, but it was really full of real estate, commercial entrepreneur guys. And that's where I met my, one of my mentors who owns $5 billion worth of assets. They actually own the San Francisco 49ers as well. So that's where I met them. So just through a Bible study group. And he said, hey man, this is what we do. We get these off-market properties, commercial assets donated to us and we resell them to investors and developers like you. So built that relationship, awesome. went to their headquarters and that's how we did it. 
What about all these the high net worth individuals you're mentioning? You know, the, uh, how are you meeting those? Or how, you know, initially, you know, you didn't know any of these people. Then all of a sudden, you know, these high net worth individuals you mentioned are contacting you, you know, and they have this money they want to invest. Uh, pretty much every listener wishes they had that problem, right? You know, so, how, you know, how did you start to develop those relationships, say, very early on? You know, how did you meet them? Yep. I think that's a phenomenal question. So one thing that I did was, you know, I always say what I'm going to do, right? I always do what I'm, what I say I'm going to do. And I follow through with that. But the biggest way that's really helped me, not only is being obviously a man of character in business, but another thing that really helped me was through my, my social media, my Instagram, right? So my Instagram, I have about 110 followers, 110,000 followers on Instagram, pretty actively out there, putting myself out there. A lot of people want to raise money, but they're not telling anybody they're in commercial real estate. They're not telling people, Hey, I, I, hey, I got this deal I'm working on. I, you got to tell people, show people on a daily basis, whether it's through social media, whether it's through going to other conventions that are not real estate related at all, whether that's being part of EO, which is entrepreneurs organization in your area, where there's so many entrepreneurs that aren't in real estate and they're getting 3% returns or, you know, risking it in the stock market. And, you know, you tell them, hey, I'm this real estate guy. I own, you know, I just got this deal done. Or you can use your partner, right? You know, maybe you have a relationship with a real estate buddy and that's your partner starting off. Hey, my, you know, we just got a deal done, you know, gave our investors 15% returns. It was crazy. Just got it done. And you just start talking about this stuff and people are like, they start getting interested. Like, Hey, hold on. This real estate thing, this sounds cool. So for me, putting it out there on social media all day, every day, you know, I'm doing videos. I have a full-time videographer in my office. That's just doing videos all day of me. Right. And like me and, you know, my commercial acquisitions guy, we're analyzing deals and putting that on social media. And people are like, dude, that's so cool. You know, how can I get involved in this? I have a hundred thousand, 200,000. That's how I've been able to do it, man. And same thing with my connection with Ray Lewis, all social media. So social media. Now I look, I'm 27 years old. You know, maybe a lot of your listeners might be older than that, but dude, social media is such a powerful tool right now. And I think the millennials that are going to really lead the next generation are going to be empowered and really are going to be the ones that are massively using social media to its maximal capacity, you know? Great advice. I really appreciate you sharing that. That's very powerful. Very powerful. Uh, So how are you managing all these connections and your investors and all these people? I'm sure you have a great CRM or something in place. How do you do that? Yeah, great question. A really simple CRM. It's called Podio. Uh, P-O-D-I-O, simple, free. It's $14 a month. You can have a $14 a month one or you can use one for free and you just manage all our contacts there. You know, we get all of our self-storage and multifamily assets off market from Yardi. We pull, you know, YardiMatrix.com. We pull all those assets. We put them into our CRM, our acquisitions, our commercial acquisitions guys calling these owners of these assets, asking them, hey, are you interested in getting an offer? Do you want to sell? Do you want to sell? And so, you know, it's just, just like that simplicity. All right. So I guess to change gears just a little bit, what's the hardest part of the syndication journey for you so far? Oh man. I think the hardest part for me is finding the deals, right? For me, it's been finding the deals and that's why, you know, I hired somebody full time to just go at it all day, every day, because at first I was trying to do analyst. I was trying to do the underwriting, the sourcing. And I, you know, I have multiple different companies. I was pulled in multiple directions. I said, dude, I I can't do this. You know, I I can't source and underwrite deals. So look, I I say, look, go to that website that I recommended, right? Which is selectleaders.com. Find somebody that has the experience sourcing and underwriting for you. And they'll, they'll just bring them one new deal a week. 
you know, soon you'll have so many deals, you, you're going to need a lot more money to invest, right? And so that's what I did. And it really worked well. What's a way that you've recently improved your business that we haven't talked about uh, that we got all plot hours? Man, you know, again, it was it was hiring that full time uh, commercial underwriter and sorcerer. Uh, even though it is uh, expensive investment, it's an investment that's worth it nonetheless. You know, somebody that is doing that full time that has that experience instead of you know syndicators doing it themselves. The way that I've seen my buddies, like for example, my good friend Tim Bratz, I think he was actually on the show. Really good friend of mine. I've been friends with him for five years. I've watched him go from zero assets to 300 million in assets over the past five years of our friendship. So, you know, seeing that, I was like, dude, what did you do different? He has one full-time underwriter. And that's what I think a lot of people need to do, especially in the syndication business. Nice. Nice. So what's your best advice for caring for those investors? I think I always just try to add value before I ask for anything, add value. And so with Ray Lewis, you know, I was just looking at what he had going on and he was like, Hey, I got this solar company in Baltimore. I know you're, you're from Baltimore, yada, yada. Like, tell me about the solar company. Well, he's telling me what he's doing. And I'm like, dude, your sales, you're doing your sales wrong. Let me take over your sales. Let me add value to your marketing. Now we're helping him do his marketing. We're helping him with the sales in his solar company. So like, I'm immediately, I'm just trying to add as much value before extracting and taking. I get hundreds of DMs, you know, a day from people just trying to take and take, Hey, let me get into real estate. Tell me how to do real estate. It's like high level people that have money. They don't want that. They don't want to hear that. You know, they want to help people without a doubt. We want to help people. We want to first see that, Hey, are you able to provide us value first? And if you're able to do that, you'll get an abundance, abundance. The world will give you so much more than what you expected. Number one thing that's contributed to your success. God, you know, my relationship with God and my faith is number one thing. Without a doubt, I don't even have to think about that because I shouldn't be here. You know, at the age of 21, 20 years old, people were trying to murder me. I was going through a lot of crazy stuff. I should not be here. The way that my life has been is not serendipity. It's not just by, it just happened. It it has been directed perfectly by God. And I think God seeks the earth looking for people that are willing to just follow his path. And I think one thing that I was willing to do was I was so desperate in my mother's basement, struggling so hard financially, spiritually, mentally, physically struggling, watching my family struggle the same way. I just was not, I was willing to do whatever it took. And I had to rely on God because I didn't believe in God and spirituality, all this stuff when I was involved in all the bad street life that I was doing. So it forced me, I had to rely on God to just direct my life and wouldn't change it for the world. And and now I'm here today. So Awesome. I couldn't agree more. I appreciate you sharing that. Uh, That's awesome. How do you like to give back? That's a great question. So we actually are doing this really cool idea where we're going to start coaching and teaching people how to do real estate wholesaling for free with pretty much a pay whatever you wish kind of uh, ideal. And I think it's going to go really viral where we're going to train people on real estate and they can pay either a dollar or $5,000. And we're going to do this every single quarter where we train people how to do real estate investing and they can invest whatever it is. All those proceeds will go directly to nonprofit organizations. I'm partnered with an alternative school. I went to an alternative school. I know the negative effect it had on me. When going to a school full of gang members, you immediately just get worse. And that's what happened with me. And, you know, it almost cost me my life. 
doing that and involving myself with those people. So I'm partnering with an alternative school that we're consistently paying for the kids that can't even afford shirts. It's crazy to think that people in my backyard in Tampa, there's kids with crackhead mothers, no fathers. They're coming into school with rips in their shirt, holes in their shoes, teeth are messed up because they can't go to the dentist. They have no insurance. I mean, this is ridiculous. This is absurd that kids are living life that way. And so the proceeds that I make, I give a percentage back to my churches and obviously, you know, alternative schools, but then we're trying to get, you know, make viral kind of effects in my education company to give back millions of dollars. And that's part of my mission and purpose. Raphael, you've been an amazing guest. Unfortunately, we're out of time, but you know, I just really appreciate you just being real, you know, and sharing your path to success and congratulations to you as well. But before we go, tell the listeners how they can learn more about you. Yeah, follow me on Instagram at Real Raphael Vargas, R-E-A-L-R-A-P-H-A-E-L Vargas. That's where I'm most active on Instagram. Follow me on Facebook, but Instagram is my most activity. So check me out. And also go to my website, realempire.com, realempire.com. If you're interested to learn about real estate wholesaling and how you can make a lot of cash in that business to then invest in commercial assets. Awesome. Thank you so much. Don't go yet. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I would love it if you would go to iTunes right now and leave a rating and written review. I want to hear your feedback. It makes a big difference in getting the podcast out there. You can also go to the Real Estate Syndication Show on Facebook so you can connect with me and we can also receive feedback and your questions there that you want me to answer on the show. Subscribe too so you can get the latest episodes. Lastly, I want to keep you updated. So head over to lifebridgecapital.com and sign up for the newsletter. If you're interested in partnering with me, sign up on the contact us page so you can talk to me directly. Have a blessed day and I will talk to you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Real Estate Syndication Show brought to you by LifeBridge Capital. LifeBridge Capital works with investors nationwide to invest in real estate while also donating 50% of its profits to assist parents who are committing to adoption. LifeBridge Capital, making a difference, one investor and one child at a time. Connect online at www.lifebridgecapital.com for free material and videos to further your success.